please enjoy this classic clip from the I Love Gringo Letters Patreon archives. Let's bring on our old friend. You might know him from his appearances on The Project and getting fired from Studio 31. It's Comedy's own Tommy Little. <laughs> Thank you, Still Saunders. <laughs> you mentioned the show I got fired from and got the name of it incorrect. So What did I say? Studio 31. Oh, Studio <laughs> 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 I should let our other guests know before you introduce him. This is how low the bar has been set. I'm the only person to ever get fired from community TV. And so I can't be on an episode by myself because people tune off straight away. So you're the heavy artillery in this show. I seriously doubt it. I seriously doubt it. I don't, I don't think I could claim anything so cool. How'd you get fired? Um, they just kind of went, you know how... You work for nothing. And I said, yes. I said, we think we can get someone better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? No. no. They, how about not working for nothing? Yeah, how about not doing that? <laughs> yeah, you turn up and just do it for the love. How about don't? <laughs> <laughs> no, they, uh, they renamed the show. They then opened the roles all for audition. And they, they said... I. I could audition if I wanted to. You know, to. I had that happen to me um, about 12 months ago. I, I was doing the voiceovers for Vodafone. Yeah. And, um, and again, I was told that um, they were looking... The agency changed, the creative <laughs> agency behind them, and I was told that they were looking for a new voice, and I was allowed to uh, re-audition for the job. It's such a ridiculous <laughs> but, notion, isn't it? Oh, man. I, like, make up your mind. Either hire or fire me, I say. But, it, um, but I, I had to... Go, I, had to I, I decided to go back and try and win <laughs> the job again. And um, I rocked up and they said, okay, this time we're after something not just retail, but something also conversational and also something really kind of over the top as well. We're after, so oh. we're after one voice that can do all those three things. And I kind of, um, I punched them out in about 15 minutes and the next day they called back and said, yeah, yeah we'd like to use you. <laughs> Did they? Yeah. They were just testing you. Well, no, they tested a hundred other people in the country and, and, and re-auditioned everybody. that? And, um, and then I nabbed it again. So when they're ringing you to tell you how they want you to re-audition, did the line keep cutting in and out? <laughs> no comment. No, I'm still doing voiceovers for them. <laughs> I always think it's nice to hear a success story from that because I always think when they ask you to do that, it's a bit like being dumped, but then they're like, but you can keep turning up at my house. <laughs> yeah, totally. Like, why would I do it? Why yeah, would yeah, I come yeah, back yeah. to the place of misery? Yeah, I don't love you, but we'll st still see each other and pretend to be friends. Yeah, yeah. I want you available in case I change my yeah. mind. Yeah. Maybe, <laughs> maybe they should do that in relationships. Like, if you've yeah. been going out with someone for two years, let's go on a date and see if we should keep going with yeah, this or yeah. not. And just start from the start. <laughs> meet them somewhere. I, I just found out about mates who are having two weddings because one's from England and one's from Australia. So they're doing an English wedding and an Australian wedding. And I thought, wouldn't it be awesome if for the second wedding, one of them said no? <laughs> 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 like, you've already got married once and in that couple of weeks, you've decided actually, you know what? This isn't for me. <laughs> well, we should have. I reckon there should be that kind of. I agree with you. Still, there should be a system. Every month, you do. You know, you get together, have a catch up, bit of a debrief, and decide whether you're still happy. It saves you actually. But you know, uh, being in Gee. misery for like three years and trying to pluck up the yeah. courage to leave someone. Yeah. It'd keep you've got a chance monthly to say, you know what, doesn't tickle me anymore. And just start from scratch. Ask them what their hobbies are like. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, what's your favourite colour again? <laughs> it would keep you on your toes too, wouldn't it? Because you'd know 
like when renewal time was coming around, you'd hit the gym, you'd try and <laughs> you'd start cooking amazing food. <laughs> we have gone probably the longest without introducing one of our guests. Probably good because he is defaming uh, employers. You would, of course, know him from The Secret Life of Us, Rush, and voiceover work all over the place. Welcome, Samuel Johnson. How are Yay. you doing? Hey, yep, hip, hooray. <laughs> <laughs> um, thanks for having me, Mr. Steel Saunders. <laughs> Thank you for coming on. I've got, I've, got a, I've got a bit of a bone to pick with you. Oh, hang oh, on. You're, yes. not the, you're not the first. Come on, hit me. <laughs> hit straight, me. Off, straight off the bat. Have we met? Yeah. <laughs> was I, was I no. rude? No. <laughs> Did I hit you? No. Did I try and pass your girlfriend? No, but the note I is young. I didn't steal your car? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Here we go again. This happens every day to me. What? You're making the rest of us look shit. Oh, come on how? You, oh, come on how? <laughs> you're sitting there. You're wearing a bright pink T-shirt. Explain why you're wearing a bright pink T-shirt. Bright pink for breast cancer, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, my sister's a bit, uh, a, bit, a bit sickly with the old breast cancer. Yeah, I've decided to uh, to turn a negative into a positive and do something about it. You've decided to unicycle around the country to raise a million dollars for you, <laughs> for all this out of the goodness of your heart, for your love for your sister. I got my fucking sister a JB voucher for Christmas. You were making us look so shit in comparison. Oh, it's, amb- it's a bit ambitious, but at the same time, you don't understand how bossy my sister is. <laughs> well, hey, mate, she's dying of cancer, as if I'm going to say no. You, know? you hate the colour pink, like, don't bro, you? I've worked out my legacy. You're going to go around the country and remind every young mum in the land to be breast aware. And I'm like, am I? And she's like, yes, you are. I'm dying. It's my dying wish. I'm like, all right, see ya. <laughs> I did have some pretty good acting jobs, jobs yeah. lined up for this year, but yeah, yeah, yeah. my other plans. What 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 other plans? <laughs> you pull out your bike, and she goes, "No, no, no, one wheel." Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I know she's um she must be like a um a, a closet sadist or something, making me do it on one wheel. It's it's not it's not entirely fair, but at the same time, I'm pretty keen to kind of try and experience some of the pain and hardship she must be going through because my first reaction was, I wish it was me that had the cancer and a lot of people have that when a loved one gets cancer and you go i wish i could just have it and um so good part, people a lot of good people have oh uh, you know i don't wish that all the time like sometimes i'm like jeez <laughs> thank fuck i didn't yeah. have it you know? <laughs> <laughs> so i think i think for me it's about kind of trying to kind of uh, feel the pain with her and also kind of ach- achieve her goal of kind of reminding other young mums about the risks because she got there too late and her kids aren't going to, you know, she's not going to be able to see her kids grow up. And and, and I think there are a lot of young women out there uh, that are already on top of it and far be it from me to say. But, um, but there are some out there perhaps that don't realise one in four women that get breast cancer are under 40, including my sister. So, you know, I think um, it's, important, it's important to remember. And I asked you, I did ask you off air, but how, how, long, how long is it going to take you? Uh, the unicycle ride yeah. itself will take a year, uh, all told. That is yeah. insane. Yeah, it's 80 to 100. 10 minutes a day. Only yeah. 10 minutes a day. <laughs> 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 uh, could, could knock it off in a couple of days. It works pretty sparse on the ground. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, hopefully I'll do a bit better than that. If I do 10 minutes a day, it'll probably take my lifetime. Um, so, yeah, I do 80 to 100k a day and spend probably 8 to 10 hours a day in the saddle. 
Man. Yeah, oh. so it's basically just full ball pain. It's chafage. Is that a... I'm, I'm that a yeah, man. I'm, I'm, I'm packing sewing needles for me lances and me boils. <laughs> I thought it was an expression for how you're nuts. I'm packing sewing needles. <laughs> like, I don't even know if that's good or bad. <laughs> oh, by the end, who knows what I'll be packing. Yeah. <laughs> I, read, I read you actually got... Uh, Something done in preparation for your ride, in case in, in case it all goes a bit pear shaped. I didn't want right. to, but my sister made me. What's what have you done? I just had to freeze me little fellas. <laughs> that's not your nuts. That's your sperm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All those little ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that is that was that on doctor's orders, sister's orders, both, or a combination? Both. both. I consulted my family doctor, who I've had my whole life, and he and uh, apparently I'm I'm now a higher risk of becoming impotent, much as truck drivers are. Because yeah. truck drivers have increased heat under there. Cabbies, I've oh. also heard. Uh, yeah, cabbies as well. So I'm basically just at an increased risk now. So it's very, very kind of, you know, it'll probably be fine, but it's just a safety measure. And also, my, you know, my sister just kind of made me promise. When, when I sought approval from the rest of my family to do this, the one condition uh, any of them put on me uh, was my sister, and she said, make sure you freeze your sperm, um, because she thinks that I'm going to come back and have learned something about myself and want kids by then. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess for most people that ride a unicycle, with all due respect, being impotent's not an issue. Uh, no, I mean, you'd assume most of them already are. <laughs> yeah. oh, they're a strange it. mob. I'll get it quick because it's time in the saddle and the, the prolonged heat that can lead to that. But I'll forget that fact. And next time I see someone on a unicycle, I'll point it out like I know everything in the world. It's like, they make you impotent. You know that. You've got to get it frozen before you ride one. <laughs> circus, everyone in the circus. Freezer's full of, of spunk at home. Well, yeah, I mean, I can't understand why people... I see people riding them around the streets and I can't understand why they do it. You know I mean? I would never do it for fun. Oh, I love I this. would never do it for fun. Yes, I love a maverick that has a crack at their own thing. Like, that's, that's awesome. Like, you're going around Australia on it, but you're like, who are these, who are these weekenders? Uh, no, no, not even weekenders. I just don't understand the whole concept of unicycling, really. So I, mean, did you, did I mean, they're such flimsy contraptions. Obviously, you needed something different. It helps get attention and, and bring more money to the cause and stuff. Was that the, the main thing that attracted you to the unicycle? No, it was because it was that or a pogo stick. My sister gave me the choice, mate. If you end up impotent after a pogo stick, it's on funniest time video. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, No, look, yeah, look, we had to find something unique. I wasn't interested in doing something that had been done before, and um, so you know, and I'm not good at much else. So, um, and if you want to, like, if you ever want to break a world record, like every kid wants to be the world's best at something. So if we talk about my selfish motivations, I had to find something so obscure that I could become the best at it. Yeah. yeah. You get a ride through a lot of small towns and, and on, on major roads and stuff. You're in a pink polo. You're on a unicycle. You need a sign in front of you saying, he's doing it for charity. Because I could see <laughs> that many locals might be tempted to wind down the window. Yeah. I'm, maybe yeah. make judgments about your sexuality or intelligence. Oh, Definitely. We're in Australia. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, if you didn't have a thick skin, you wouldn't do this, mate. I tell you what, yeah. No, we'll co- we've got pink va- a pink van and a pink caravan, and it's called the Boobmobile, which is bound to offend enough people as well. That's what Tommy's um, first car was called. Yeah. <laughs> and um, we're gonna, I'm in pink Lycra on a pink unicycle, and so if that's not clearly taking the piss, yeah. then I don't know what is. I don't know how many times people are going to yell this throughout the trip, but I imagine the most... Common. I imagine my dad in a town, yeah, yeah, yeah. you rolling in. The first thing he's going to yell is, Oi, mate, 
you lost half your fucking bike. <laughs> yeah, totally. That, and that's and in my, in training, that's what you always hear. You always hear, um, "Where's the other half?" Where's or "You lost your other wheel, mate." Yeah, um, yeah they're they're the most common. That's the, <laughs> yeah. that's definitely the most common comment. Someone pinched your handlebars. Yeah, yeah, totally. And so and my stock standard response is, "I know. If you see it around, let me know. Give me a <laughs> holler." You know? I actually had a I had a ripper run in with a cyclist the other day. I was walking along my street and I was looking at my iPhone on the footpath. And I just heard this, get out of the way. And I looked up and there was a cycle sock chick like right there. Yeah. And I kind of jumped out of the way and I yelled after, I said, fucking right on the road. And she snapped back without even breathing air. She goes, you walk on the road, fuck head. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, very well played, lady. Yeah. I don't even know you, but I think I love uh, you. Well, that's as funny as that is, I hate to get boring, but the law is that she has to be on the road because she, she, she's over 12 years old. No, that's she was it. 11. <laughs> yeah, she's just a little kid. <laughs> Six-year-old, I was abusing. <laughs> I reckon, I'm, I'm, I'm going to... Um, if things get rough out on the road, I'm going to call up Lance's doctor because I reckon he's looking for a job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, mate, I'm done. Help me out. Juice up. I think there might be a, a performance coach at Essendon. That uh, yeah, exactly. Oh, God, it's everywhere, isn't it? Something was up when the after-game press conferences, James Hurd was saying, we're just taking this one WrestleMania at a time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you knew something was going on. <laughs> I, I wanted to ask Sam... About, like, obviously, most people listening will know you from Secret Life. Uh, most people over 20, 25, 30. I don't, yeah. I don't count people under 25 as people. There's heaps of them. <laughs> <laughs> He's done his research. Yeah, oh, man. <laughs> I, I had this thing once. I was, I was driving past a bar in Paran and I saw you guys come out of the bar. Yep. And, like, I used to watch the show every week and... A few of you were having major arguments at the time in the show. Yeah. And because it's where we live, where it was filmed. Yeah. And to see you walk out, I was like, oh, they're, why are they, I thought they were arguing. And I'm like, no, that's, I'm looking out the front Funny. of my car window, not the television. Did that happen much where people would interact with you as the character and not you? Yeah, totally. I'm still Evan to a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. Some, quite a lot of people, um, the line's quite blurry. They probably reference things in the show of like, I can't believe she dumped you. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> You're better to- than her. Totally. So, so people talk to you as the character. So, you, so people you, either say, hey, Evan, in which case I know uh, what that's about. Or they say, hey, Samuel, in which case I know they know my name as an actor, but they don't know me. Or they say, Sam, in which case I know it's a friend. Hey, Vodafone spokesperson. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Say the burgers are better at Hungry Jack's. <laughs> Fuck, I knew I knew it from somewhere. <laughs> God. You know, sometimes people come up to me and say, um, you know, they'll say, oh, say power to you. And I'll go, say get fucked. <laughs> I'd sit, sit there clicking over, hey, on, what ad's that from? <laughs> <laughs> what get fucked ad's been on TV? <laughs> hey, guys, I hope you enjoyed that classic I Love Green Guide Letters clip. Now, here's the deal. We keep the last 25 new episodes free on the feed for anyone to download. But to dip into the archives, I invite you to check out the I Love Green Guide Letters 
Patreon page. Patreon is a really easy way for content providers like myself to reward listeners for supporting the podcast. And just for $3 a month, I give you complete access to our hundreds and hundreds of back episodes. You can download or listen to them on patreon.com or you can paste a quick and easy code into your podcast app of choice and download every episode just like a regular podcast. Along with the classic episodes for Patreon supporters, I also record the bonus After Letters show where myself and previous guests answer listener-supplied questions that, of course, go off into unexpected tangents. It's a really fun format that has become a favorite with our Patreon supporters. So the link is in the show notes of the very episode you're listening to now, or you can check it out at patreon.com forward slash I love of GG Letters, and then you can enjoy all the classic episodes featuring the likes of Will Anderson, Dave Anthony, Ronnie Chang, Santo Chilaro, Arthur Coma, Paul Dempsey, professional wrestler Mick Foley, Tom Gleason, Libby Gore, Tiffany Hall, Peter Hellier, Darren Hinch, Jonathan Holmes, Pete Holmes, Claire Hooper, Anthony Jeselnik, Jamoan, Samuel Johnson, Ed Cavalier, Andy Kinler, Kate Langbrook, Limo, Dylan Lewis, Sam Mack, Mark Marin, Tony Martin, Luke McGregor, Ryan Maloney, Lawrence Mooney, former Green Guide editor Andrew Murphitt, Dave O'Neill, Celia Bacola, Sam Pang, Charlie Pickering, Randy the Puppet, Gareth Reynolds, Adam Richard, John Safran, Sam Simmons, Brody Stevens, Tim and Eric, Josh Thomas, Dave Thornton, Ash Williams, Merrick Watts, Adam Zwa, and you get it, quite obviously, so many more. Your support is so appreciated and also needed to help finance the future production of I Love Green Guide Letters. So just to recap, last 25 episodes, always up for free for anyone to download. But if you want to go into the archives, it is just $3 to support the podcast for the month. If you so wanted, you could pay $3, download all thousand plus hours of podcasting and That's it, but we would love for you to stick around and continue to support the podcast and enjoy the ongoing bonus episodes. Thank you guys so much. I am Steel Saunders and I do love Green Guide Letters and our beloved Patreon supporters.